This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 166, Talking Heroclix. This is the Comic Shenanigans podcast. This is episode 166, and it's Talking Heroclix. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. Uh, today's episode, we have uh, Nathan Struck, uh, previous guest to the show, joining us via Skype, so we'll get to that in just a second. Uh, for all emails, please email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like us on Facebook, and please rate and review us on iTunes, and please also subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, we'll now jump into the conversation about Heroclix, uh, mainly talking about the uh, recent Deadpool set with our guest, Nathan Struck. Thank you, and I uh, hope you enjoy the episode. My so, let's, comment, eh? so let's talk some uh, some Deadpool clicks. So uh, let's look at uh, commons. What is, what, Are we recording, or we, what's going on? Oh, we're recording. When did we start? Uh, right about now, about uh, ten seconds ago. <laughs> That's nice. I decided to just do it. All right, well, um, okay, fine. So you want to go first? Sure. Um, so of the commons, I guess, what, there's 16 in this set? Um, you know what? I think I'm going to go with the Dark Horse. I think I'm going to go with Anaconda. Really? Yeah, I really like her. She's simple, effective, and very comic accurate. She's really... She's all of those things, with the exception of no team ability. Yeah, well, they've kind of retired that team ability, right? Well, I thought the Ultimate X-Men was retired as well, and then it came back with freaking Deadpool in the Yeah, others. but that's kind of a special case. Well, shouldn't this be special because it's the Serpent Society? Yeah, I guess Deadpool kind of gets to do what Deadpool gets to do. Yeah, fine. I mean, he's yeah, the I mean, he's I... the character. He's it's his set. So, and plus, I guess because he breaks rules and and breaks the fourth wall, they kind of feel like it's okay. Okay. Yeah, but I I really agree. Her constricting limbs, the ability to use plasticity within three squares is incredible i love that that is a really big uh, powerful board control and the fact that she has constant movement movement ability um with charge and then to sidestep like for 90 points i think she's fantastic absolutely i mean and yeah like now that nowadays that we're looking at the uh the new kind of um uh, it's quite normal that 100 point characters will have six clicks of life so that's a, like ever since I guess Spider Man, where Spider Man was six clicks for hundred points of life. That's kind of my benchmark in my head. So anytime we get value where she's a little less than that, still still has six clicks, but they're more or less better than Spider Man six clicks. Then that's kind of above the average for me. Are we thinking? Are you saying Spider Man circa Web of Spider Man, or which Spider Man are you talking about? Uh sorry, uh, the Spider Man in the Amazing Spider Man set. Okay. Because all their the number the three common Spider Mans roll a hundred points for six clicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was when I really started noticing this new trend of it kind of being usually about six clicks for hundred points is kind of kind of the new average and benchmark. So in my head, that's kind of what I use. So when I see like you know someone having eight clicks for less than a hundred, I'm like, well, that's an amazing value. Yeah, I was thinking about this today, actually, the idea that 100 points is kind of the new benchmark, and you're either a little bit under or a little bit over, but a cheap piece is like, oh my gosh, 50 points for a snake root clan ninja, wow, that's a cheap piece, you know, and that's true. Um, how that is a huge change, because I was looking through some of the older figures, I was looking through the older hand ninjas, and they're like 13 points, 14 points, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Um, and they were useless, so they were kind of worth their value, but... We used to construct teams that it used to be viable to start off a, a new player with a hundred point game, and they could have three or four characters on their team. Mm-hmm. And oh, now for you sure. can't. Like, 
I mean, like, especially even at Sinister, I mean, you had really cheap Mockingbird. Like, she was, yeah, like, like yes. 17 points for a rookie, and she wasn't even that bad. Uh, speaking of someone who's recently been trying to teach new players, like a lot of new players at my school, um, I have to start them with 300-point teams, and maybe two, but teaching a kid how to play a game with 100 points is like, there's one figure kind of thing. So... Um, it's interesting how that you know that has changed and that shift has been has been so um, persistent and yet the standard to the game has, has remained 300 points mm. and I know they've done a lot of work to try to keep that 300 point space uh, limited to a certain meta pieces like they're you know Cosmic Spider-Man is over 300 points and Chase Thanos is over 300 so they're trying to keep those pieces out of being the standard but yeah. it seems like more and more venues are just doing 400 points because you can get more figures on the team true so, who's your favorite common? Oh, uh, okay. Well, you, you thought you knew, and I'm sure you do. It's the Hand Ninja. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought it was. Yeah. I'm glad um, I know you that well. Yeah, well, I mean, it's freaking awesome. I love Hand Ninja. I love how they disappear into smoke when you kill them. I love the way they look when they get cut into pieces, and I love the way they look when they're jumping ineffectually into Daredevil's apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, having Electra cut them, behead them, you know, three at a time. I just, I don't know, maybe it's something that I, I loved about the, the group uh, superfluous hand ninja uh, assemblages ever since being a Ninja Turtles fan, where the, hand, where the, where the foot ninja oh, were yeah. always just in these big clusters, and they would just get killed so quickly. Of course, not the cartoons, because they were robots, but um, that movie, I still love the first TMNT movie, and, you know, that famous scene where, where Raph is getting his, his, his shell kicked in. Oh, it's so good. So good, right? Absolutely. So, the Hand Ninja as well, you know, Frank Miller's doing his own thing in the 80s with the Daredevil and stuff, that kind of like in and around, or just before Ninja Turtles kicks off, and so there's this big thing about these cool clustering ninja that I've always wanted to re- reproduce, and I spent money and got the Explosion uh, Hand Ninja when I was young, when I was younger, I can't believe I'm saying it that way. Well, that, uh, I mean, the so game crappy. the game has been around over a decade, so you're allowed to say that now. Yeah. Yeah, and they were just so ineffectual, and I was like, "Well, they have the hand ninja, uh, sorry, they have the they had the the Hydra team ability, so they can you know give you." I think, but in those days, it used to be they would add plus one to the attacker's uh, attack value. Yeah, that's but, what it was in my head. That's still what it is, and then I always get corrected because you don't see it that often. I guess now you do, but for a while you just didn't see the Hydra team ability, so it didn't really come into effect. So whenever I'd use it, they'd be like, "You mean it's minus to the defense?" I'm like, "Oh, yeah." It's kind of the same thing, but okay. Isn't what is it the same as? It's the same as police. Is police minus one as well? Or yeah, it's PD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So speaking of uh, the Hydra team ability, yeah, I definitely hope in my venue that I'm going to be playing Hydra like crazy over the next few weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, As soon as I get my hands on that Wolverine agent of uh, agent of Hydra, oh my goodness! Oh, it's going to be crazy. The the things he can do with. I mean, first of all, these hand ninjas already are amazing. Yes, they are. I mean, you, you cluster them, and you have one hell of a force, which you probably didn't think would ever be said before. Yeah, it's and, and it really is not because their damage values are really high. It's the precision strike, which yeah, means absolutely. no matter what, you get the one damage, and then it's the chance for blades later on. And you still get the chance to do a free attack. Um, usually, you should do the free attack before blades, because then the, um, the modifier, whatever it's called, the DDM or whatever it's called... Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't affect blades because it's locked, but okay. um, incredible! Like they can run nine squares and then attack. Yes, 
as long as there's more than one of them. And that's super hand ninja. They're run up really quickly. Mm-hmm. They cluster around you, and then they make these little slashes at you. And then, you know, if you're Wolverine, they hurt you very little, but they're if an it's anyone else, like, you're, yeah, that's, a, they're exactly what they should be. Yes. Which I never, I never thought we'd see that. No, and, and Return from Death, um, I was playing with uh, our buddy Vasco, you know, that we uh, we play with and we talk to in, the, in our community here, and he we were playing uh, at our venue, and he brought a bunch of Hand Ninja and um, the Wolverine agent of uh, Hydra, and uh, it was incredible. They they, uh, they kept killing his Hand Ninja, and they kept respawning in his starting area. It was awesome. He kept, he kept rolling fives and sixes. Oh, wow. It was awesome. Yeah, they were resurrecting. It was so cool. That is so crazy. Yeah, I love them. So it's also crazy because... They're one of the few characters that when they come back from almost dying, they're not on their last click, but instead they're on click two. And it's still, yeah, incredibly viable click. Yeah, like it's not bad at all. In fact, it's technically better than the first click because it has blades. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's arguable, but... Well, I, I'm I'm glad I ordered five. I was going to order three, and I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I can order five and trade two. <laughs> no, I don't really want to trade the other two. I think that they can actually fit on a team. Uh, at least four. Like I posted a team the other day. It's just you can do uh, Electra and then four Hand Ninja and Thunderbolts on Electra, and you're still coming in under 300 points. Hmm. And then when she dies, if she gets KO'd, they can give, be given a power action to bring her back to life. Yeah. All right. So we so, have moving on to uncommons. There's 16 uncommons now. I, when I look at this list, I feel like there was a lot less, you know, kind of viable, really good figures in the commons. But looking at the uncommons is a lot more difficult. To, to kind of pick a favorite because there's Not for me, but... oh, oh really it was that easy yeah who is yeah. it is electra. it is it electra yeah <laughs> i figured I'm a, I'm a huge electra fan and her dial is perfect yes it is perfect yep i mean the only thing that prevents her from being ridiculously over the top is if she had the uh the master of all assassins power on her first click i'm glad she yes. doesn't absolutely because otherwise and it'd be too it... much it could be slightly more, a little more character accurate if they, for example, gave her energy shield deflection as, as well as combat reflexes. That would be more correct for her, but whatever. I'm not picking. Is it wrong that I want to... Okay, I don't have her yet, actually. I'm, I'm, I haven't got my CUR yet from uh, Leon. So, uh, does she have any power like on her card, like the actual flavor text, that mentions uh, when the stars go cold? <laughs> you know what? I haven't even... Hold on one second. Because I'm just curious, because that was, I mean, I I'm, I don't think I'm talking out of school when I say it's probably one of our favorite Electra stories. I'd say it's hands down my favorite. Okay, so given that it's our favorite Electra story, it would be nice if it's somehow represented in her clique. Uh, now that they've made, I mean, I always thought the Secret Invasion version of Electra was still freaking fantastic. The only oh, problem yeah, with that yeah. one was that she was green face. <laughs> I, which I modded right away. I sanded down her chin and I painted her right, but it doesn't change the fact that, yeah, she was... Her card, she's green face and all that stuff, yeah. It's not real. Yeah, so no, there is nothing about the stars till the stars go cold. There, I, I do like her um, improved movement uh, flavor text, which is, I remain unhindered. Oh, absolutely. That's very That's Electra. Really, yeah. Flowing like water is her sidestep. So, I mean, she has some cool ninja-y text, but I, I can't speak to the Fast Forces. I am very con- – I'm considering getting the Fast Forces mostly for her. Interesting. Yeah. I was let down by the Fast Forces. I'm probably going to stay away from it. 
I think with a combination of both, I have my 75-point option and one 15-point option. That gives me a lot of options to play Electra, and I plan to play her more than I'll be playing Hand Ninja. I'll be playing her all the time. Yeah. I've already played her three times, yeah. Holy crap, really? I love her. I, she's one of my favorite characters. I, I love the character. Hmm. I do I do love the, uh, the Resurrection Ceremony uh, power. That's so awesome. It's really cool. It does make me want to get another one of her and paint her white and then bring her back as white. Yes, that would be awesome. Wouldn't that be... And then Adam would be, like, giggling at the end of the board. <laughs> Absolutely I would. And in my mind, and then, she's just climbed a mountain. Yes, that's right. And then I could get a third one and paint her in the black costume, right? So then she'll have all her types. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's mine. I mean, what about yours? Uh, I think it's re- it is really hard to pick one. Um... I think, okay, well, okay, this isn't actually my favorite, but I'm just glad that he's in the game. Uh, Richard Nixon. So, so freaking happy about this. Like, I don't know why they decided to put the Secret Empire characters in. It's a weird decision to put them in a Deadpool set. Uh, they don't really fit anywhere. Um, if anything, they should be they in a cap- fit, They don't fit anywhere. They should be in a Captain America set. I mean, realistically. I mean, they are Captain America villain more than anything. Um, especially number one. Um, I love his flavor text. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, uh, if you look at it, a lot of it is, it's very clear who he is. (laughs) Like, um, I, again, I don't have the cards in front of me, unfortunately, but, um, I was looking at him the other day and like all his flavor text is so absolutely appropriate for the fact that it's Richard Nixon. Right. Which I like, I have seen the card for the regular, uh, secret empire, uh, units or characters commons and the back is a comic book as I recall, that looks like a Mega Man, a Mega Man selection screen. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen the card for that? Uh, I don't know if I have, actually. Okay, so I'll, I'll have to actually get the card. I, You know what? I bought figures off of a friend. I didn't actually open my own cases or, or boxes, so I don't have the full assortment of characters. I just have... What was that? Oh, I was pulling out, uh, I was pulling out um, some of my hero clicks that I picked up the other day. Okay. I was trying to see if I had one of the cards for... Uh... The Secret Empire, but I don't believe I do. Because again, I don't. Okay. I, similar to you, I don't actually have my own. Like I didn't, I didn't buy like a case or anything. I'm buying off someone else. So. Yeah. So I mean, I have what I have, and I'm fine with that. I don't. I'm not going to play Secret Empire characters at all. I'm, so I'm, I'm fine with not having any of them. But uh, I did mm-hmm. like that card. Uh, so back to my favorite, <laughs> my favorite uncommon. Um, sure. It's so hard. Um, it might be, you know, it might be Flag Smasher. Really? Yeah, it's, um, sorry, I'm getting some feedback from you now. I'm hearing myself. Oh. I wasn't hearing myself before, and now I am. Anyway, uh, Flag Smasher, um, I think he's better than I ever would have expected Flag Smasher to be. And he just, he's just, he looks like a lot of fun to use, and his, his trait is pretty awesome. In fact, so is his special power. Like, everything is good on this guy. Like his ability to, um, screw people's team abilities? Yeah, I love it. Like yeah, it's just like, 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 yeah, that's really cool. He can just, like, steal them, right? Uh, with leadership, yeah. When he succeeds with leadership, he can copy, a copy of Marvel team ability, um, and then friendly characters can use it, which is really crazy because, I mean, there's so many good team builders to choose from. So having him being able to, you know, just 
choose because it doesn't have to be anything on the map. He can just choose any of them, right? So he could just That's decide, right. hey, ultimates or whatever it's called now, Avengers Initiative. And then suddenly all friendly characters can use it. Like, that's cool. Yeah, no, I, I, I thought he was a pretty cool character. His running shot pulse wave is nice with the, with the perplex, and mm-hmm. he can be a four damage pulse wave character. That's pretty cool. Uh, so I like him. And then, again, having that uh, opposing characters that possess or can use the team ability modify their attack and defense vias by minus one unless already modified, like, that's pretty crazy. I love yeah. stuff like that. Like yeah, that's, that's the power I was talking about. Like, he can screw a team of people who have team abilities, yeah. Yeah, actually, speaking of that, if you look at, um, uh, back at Richard Dixon for a second, his power is crazy on the last click. I don't know if you saw it. It's, uh, give him a double power action, and he mm-hmm. can use Pulse Wave as a free action. Unless already modified by this effect, hit opposing characters, modify their combat values by minus one for the rest of the game, even when this power is lost. It's bananas. That is bananas. He's got an 11 attack on that click. It's not like it's an 8. It's an 11. So he's pulsed... But it's not a stop click either, though, so... It's not, bypass, no. You, know. you could easily bypass it, but I, those one or two times you actually get to pull that off will be amazing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It'd be super thrilling to just kind of hit someone with that and be like, that's the end. And, you know, having these modifiers that last a game is super hard to keep track of anyway. So you have to keep making sure you remind the person, like, actually, no, you can't hit me because you're minus one. Um, that happened with Evil Deadpool quite a bit. Like, he has that power to reheal almost. When he heals past what would be past his starting line, he gets plus one to all his values. Mm. Um, and so I was playing someone the other day who was using him, and it was just always hard to keep it in my mind that, like, he doesn't have 18 defense, he has 19 now. So, oh, wow. um, yeah, that, that can really screw with the team when people don't realize their, their characters are weaker than they really are for the rest of the game. Mm. Um, I guess a, a, a kind of a runner-up for me would be Lady Bullseye. Um, oh, yeah, she's my runner-up, too. Because she's just so solid. I mean, there's there's no there's no click on her that's bad. Like, I agree. you have the first two clicks of what? Charge, Blades, Claws, Combat Reflexes, and Outwit. And then you have two clicks of Sidestep, Blades, and then you have Combat Reflexes, Becoming Willpower, and Two Damage with Outwit, Becoming Two Damage with Close Combat Expert. Which is, uh, it's awesome to have Sidestep and Blades and Close Combat Expert because you really have a bunch of different options. And then the last two clicks, she has uh, Precision Strike and Close Combat Expert. So, I mean, it's it's... There's no bad click here, and it's six clicks for 72 points. Again, going back to what I was saying, if six clicks for 100 points is the, is more or less the norm now, she's an exceptionally valuable piece because she gives you so many clicks, and they're all good, all viable for only 72 points. She's a fantastic piece. I love her. I think she's great. I, I do agree her name is stupid, but I loved how she was introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she's a really interesting character. I hope that one day she drops the whole... Lady Bullseye moniker, but um, I do. I'm a big fan of the character, and I was so glad to see that she was so awesome. And uh, I've already played her, and she didn't disappoint. She was freaking amazing. That's really good. Now, what about rares? Wait, wait before we move on, one more yep. thing I will say about this category: uh, Paladin. Yep. People Ooh. keep poo pooing on Paladin. They're like, ah, he's okay. He's under seventy points. His sidestep combat um, uh, range combat expert is phenomenal, and the fact that he can ignore and hindering terrain. Um, I really hope people pay attention to him because I think Paladin is a marvelous figure in the set. Yeah, I, I think he will be overlooked, unfortunately, but but that's good. If you're playing him, people won't give him that mu- that much mind, and then you murder them with him. So he's gr- he's got great keywords too. Here's for higher thunderbolts and uh, spy. Like he's got good. Well, hold on. You're not you're not going to single out Wild Pack here. Um, you know what? Wild Pack is not really. It's kind of more new because it's really being emphasized in this set. They have some older Wild Pack characters, but. Like, you know, there's only a handful that have it. 
There's only a handful of characters that even have wild pack. There's Silver Sable, both the Gravity Feed and Regular. There's Paladin. There's Cat, uh, so that's the Prime of Shang-Chi. Then you have to go back to Web of Spider-Man for Sandman. Or back to Armor Wars for the Experienced Paladin. Or Mutant Mayhem for the old Silver Sable. Or Clobber Time for the old Sandman. So, really, there's only, yeah. what, three characters with this... Or four characters with this keyword. And there's only four of them worth using, and they're all from the set. Yes. <laughs> more but or less. Six pack is far better. I prefer the six pack keyword. There's more characters that can use it. True. Okay, so uh, rares. I was trying to put together a team today with six pack, and it, okay. it, 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 the characters are so expensive. You can't fit into anything less than like a five or six hundred point team, so it's mm. like, uh, is there any point? No, it's I probably not, actually. Okay, so if you want, we can. Sorry about that. I just wanted to throw what Pat right. in there, a little shout out to him. All right. Um, well, before I say my favorite rare. The the shout out rare is Grasshopper, because <laughs> I love him. He's exactly what Grasshopper is. He's just this weird weird piece who's designed to die first. Um, yeah, I think he's cool. like he's he's just he's just fun. Like in a set like this, I think you can get away with the funnier, sillier characters than more than you could in really any other set. Um, which is probably why we saw Doctor Bong here, although not a new single based Howard the Duck, which is weird. You really hoping for that? Um, it's not that I was hoping for it. I just think in a set like Deadpool, where he's already this very irreverent character, why not have kind of the the first real irreverent Marvel character? I mean, can you think of any other Marvel character as irreverent predating Deadpool than Howard the Duck? No. Maybe Peter Porker, but I don't think he necessarily. He's not as irreverent, and he definitely I don't think predates Howard the Duck. Yeah, he, I don't think he predates him. So Howard the Duck is, you know, the, this quirky character, and I just don't know how he doesn't get to be in the quirky character set. I mean, you have ridiculous characters like Headpool and Dogpool, but you can't have Howard the Duck, even though you have his nemesis? Yeah, but I suppose Howard the Duck could fit into any set you wanted. You know, you just put him in there. I guess. Can I have him in a set where it's all characters that have run for political office at some point? Yeah, that'd be cool. There wouldn't be that actually that many. No, but you could put your number one in there. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So I'm dying to know who your rare is then. Uh, uh, well, can I do one more? One more shout out. Sure. Genesis. Mainly yeah. because I cannot believe he was made. Um, and we're actually, we were talking about this before the set was like came out. Where when we saw that it, there was a character named Genesis, and we didn't know anything about it, we didn't know the dial, we didn't know the powers, and the big question was, is this the Genesis that we knew, which was Tyler Dayspring, who's the son of uh, of Cable, or was it the newer version of Genesis, which is Evan, who's the re- I guess what reincarnated version is Evan Seven or yeah? Isn't he just a clone? Is he just a clone? Is that all it is? All right, the, yeah. the next apocalypse, basically. He's gone by the name Genesis. So the question was, which Genesis were we truly getting? Thankfully, and you we're... were like, no, we're going to get the Evan one. It's going to not be Tyler. I'm like, it's got to be Tyler. It has to be. And I'm so glad it worked out. There's no reason Tyler. it had to be Tyler, though. I know Cable's in this set as a SR. That's but why like... Cable's in the set. Yeah, but Deadpool also, you know, killed Evan. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, but the first one. But, but I don't know. I just think that Tyler was, I don't know. There, there was the uh, adamantium soldier, uh, sorry, scientist. And so there's a lot of Weapon X style stuff. And like Tyler was also involved in getting the adamantium skeleton back into Wolverine. And I just thought, I don't know, it'd be, it'd be the great time to do it. And I'm so glad it was. Uh, I think for my rare, I think I'm going to have to go with Venom. 
Really? Okay. I didn't think I was going to, um, but I first of all, he has so many keywords, it's awesome. I mean, what? Avengers, Circle of Four, S.H.I.E.L.D., Spider-Man Family, and Thunderbolts. Um, I love... Char- you know I love characters with Running Shot, so he has that. <laughs> yes, you do. He has Running Shot, Stealth, and Plasticity. Um, I love his special power on attack that he gets and clicks, what, two through five, um, which is his run and grab and web, which I think is really cool and potentially, like, kind of alters, really alters the gameplay in your particular game if he's able to do it. Um, and then being able to let the monster loose at the end, like, I think it's a very comic accurate to how Flash Thompson operates his Venom. Um, and I like that he's relatively cheap and much better than the more expensive con version that there was in the past. Um, I feel kind of bad for people who paid so much to get the con version. I'm mainly thinking of Leon here, um, because he's not that good compared to the newer versions we got. And, I mean, there are a lot of good characters who are in the rare slots, I mean, but there's something about the Venom, I think, that at first I was kind of like, I don't know if I like him, and then the more I thought about it, I'm like, no, he really is accurate. And that's a huge thing for me. I think you're going to say Shang-Chi, though. I am really stuck. I'm flipping back and forth between a few of them. Um, the, I, I, if I were to separate it into two different categories, the one I'm I'm happiest about, the one I'm, I'm my favorite, my favorite one in the rares, the ones that I like to pick up and look at and I want to use the most, is actually Genesis. Interesting. He was the one I was so distraught that I wasn't able to get on day one when I was doing my, my original like uh, buying of singles off of a friend and uh, we actually opened only one of them in the two cases that he pulled um, and the one he opened I was missing an arm and it was just like oh my goodness and I finally got him I traded for him this week and I'm so happy to have him so he's like my favorite I don't think he's the best dial I'm just so happy that I have him and that he looks so perfect and he has that you know cool terrible undies uh, on his armor costume and uh, but when it comes to actual dials that I'm really excited to use it's probably going to be Constrictor Really? Okay. Actually, I'm not that surprised. I, I, I did enjoy using Shang-Chi. I've used him last week, and I think he's great. And I'm, I'm kind of like semi-tied with Bullseye, Shang-Chi, and Constrictor, but I'm a big Masters of Evil fan. And not only is he Masters of Evil, but he's Sinister Syndicate, which is like my second favorite um, villain team to play. Mm-hmm. So two of my favorite villain teams to play, he fits in. Um, he has incredible potential for high damage output with his three da- – you know, he does his base damage – uh, when attacking two different targets, yeah, uh, and then he gets energy explosion later on, so he can energy explode and still do damage with his base damage to the targets. Just incredible. No, you're right. He's got a lot of damage potential, and to be honest, he's probably better than Constrictor deserves. Absolutely, he absolutely is. But they made him. He's Masters of Evil. He yeah, can keep pushing every turn. I'm totally going to play him and find ways, you know, creative ways that I can take advantage of him. Because I'm pretty sure there was a time, especially around uh, Dan Slott's Thing Book, where they were kind of playing up Constrictor for jokes. Oh yeah, that, he was mostly one of the joke characters in that book for sure. I mean, and not necessarily undeservedly so. But no, no, absolutely. And, and Blizzard was treated the same way in She-Hulk. Like a lot of these lower tier characters have had the, you know, lots of jokes levied at them, and they deserve those jokes, but. I don't know. Um, I, again, I don't think that he's awesome. Maybe because I think he's the most comic accurate. He has there is some accuracy there, but it's mostly just I'm, I'm really excited to play him on that team and use those theme teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of just like pure um, accuracy, Bullseye is super accurate. Oh yeah, pun not intended. <laughs> but it happens anyway. Uh, Blink is actually pretty amazing too. Actually, you know, a lot of the rares are. It's just oh, a... GW Bridge. I've already used GW Bridge. He's amazing. Really? 
Oh, yeah, people were poo-pooing on him. I'm like, he can outwit everybody who has the same team ability, first of all, and with one outwit for 68 points. And then he can drop either range combat expert or close combat expert on any t- on any turn that he wants, one or the other. Yeah. And then he can also, you know, boost people's ranges with his shield team ability. Like, he's awesome. Yeah, no, that's pretty crazy. I Yeah, once I look right. at him, so, he's got a lot of potential. Yeah, so he can sit in the freaking bushes and be, like, shooting four damage against your characters and outwitting you for under 70 points. So he's not the main target. You're going after, I don't know, someone else. You're going after the Cable yeah. who's on the team. He's the big target. And GW Bridges is blasting you for four from the bushes. That's awesome. No, for sure. All right, what about SRs? Who's your favorite SR on the set? Hold on, before we move on, I just want to confirm. I had thought that uh, I was talking to you earlier about Constrictor off the air, and I was like, I'm pretty sure Constrictor first appeared against fighting against Hulk, didn't he? And you're like, I think he was. So I am confirming that his first appearance was in Incredible Hulk 212 okay. uh, in 1977. Dang. So he is one of those characters like Boomerang, who kind of was this a Hulk this villain Hulk first? Villain. Yeah. So, so, I mean, if he can be a Hulk villain to start, he can justify doing a lot of damage. That's all I'm going to say about that. I feel like somewhere uh, Tom is smiling and saying, I've read the issue, it's great. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I can't believe you guys didn't mention that in the beginning, and you didn't say it off the top of your head, but whatever, Tom. <laughs> uh, not everyone can be huge Hulk fans. Uh, That's true. And, you know what? Another problem, Constrictor doesn't have the um, Sinister, Sinister, nah, the um, Serpent Society keyword. Oh yeah, just huge oversight. Yeah, I, you know, I guess they maybe they ran out of room because <laughs> he has so many other keywords. He has a lot, and considering they're all they're all non generic too. Yeah, that's true. Like it's sorry, inter- okay. Sorry for cutting you off. It's okay. So SRs. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Cable. Cable. Freaking love Cable. That the that that first TK is what takes it away from me even though it's completely accurate it just bugs me for some reason because i just feel like for 163 points i want him to be doing psychic blast up front <laughs> um yeah that's fair but he has the outwit so i'm not too worried about it he can he can get you outwitted and then shoot you if he has to yeah. um and you know what the tk is very tactical um he can hang back and, and move his guys around and what i like about it is that uh, in some ways, TK is, is, is wasted on high point figures, and you're like, I'd rather have them attack than spend an action replacing someone or replacing another character. But with Cable, for some reason, I don't know. I just think it's his Indom that helps. Like, he moves into position, his team clusters around him, and then he can fire out some of his teammates to try to get into the action yeah. while Cable hangs back and supports them with his, his leadership and his prob and stuff and outwit. And then once he clears and gets ready, he can kind of come in and clean up. Like you're almost that that TK almost forces Cable to not, if you use it, to hang back and let his lower point minions kind of get killed or take damage for him, and then once they've softened up the opposition, he can kind of come in and clean up. That's kind of how I feel about him. That's kind of how I feel about the way he he plays, and so I don't have a problem with it. I guess that's kind of more accurate to you know Cable when he was leading the New Mutants in X Force and Six Pack, yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, I'm not surprised that that's your pick. I mean, and he does have a lot of great things about him, for sure. I mean, he's, I just, I don't know. That first click being used on TK and him being 163 points is what takes it away from me. I know he's still great. I'm not in any way saying he's not. I just, for some reason, I have some sort of reticence about using him. I think if it wasn't for the fact that everybody and their mother has Indom right now, he'd be a little more exciting. Yeah. 
Possibly. You know, if there were less figures in his point range, because I still remember when, you know, Indom was just like, oh my gosh, nobody's using it, and they're really only giving it to characters that are over 200 points so that they can kind of be competitive. And then Hercules from Secret Invasion got it, and he was like, what, 130 points or something like that, or yeah. 140 points? And it was like, oh my gosh, this guy is so cheap. He has Indom. That's crazy. Like, it really stood out. Well, I feel like if it wasn't for the fact that characters that are 75 points or less, like freaking Justin Hammer has Indom, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, if, for that, take, if you sorry. sorry, if you if you go back, I mean, even around that time, you had the thing had up was a hundred points. Sure. And he had Indomitable. Uh, but, I mean, but he was known as being like one of the most broken figures at the time. That's true. I guess he's not the best one to to uh, to point out there. And 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 he was an exception to the rule, right? Like he was he stood out so much because he was an exception. So I feel like um, cables in Dom is not people were like ah whatever. But if it was less of that, I feel if that it was less ubiquitous or less pervasive, people would be really going, oh my goodness, look what he brings to the table. He's got the running shot, and he takes he doesn't take pushing damage, and he has invol, and he has these three other incredible. He has three of the best support powers in the game. Mm. Leadership about wood and prob, and they can't be countered. Yeah, that's true. So he's never worried about someone countering his outwit. That's yeah. That's actually a very valuable thing to have in this game. Yeah, a power that can't be taken away. Yeah, and I did use body slide when I used cable the other day, so I was super happy. I said, you know, I just thought about you. I like body slide. <laughs> now we've talked about this off podcast, but how many different references to the uh, X Men animated series did you drop in while you played them? I only used the body slide one. I didn't call. I didn't talk about the wild men of Borneo or say that. <laughs> such and such character was evil and he has to go or don't call me darling i didn't do any of those so the next time i play him i'll have to make i sure can't I believe it. you didn't use any of those well it wasn't my cable when my cable's in the mail okay and i'm totally gonna play him on a team with his son okay good him and tyler tyler yeah. <laughs> uh, i just want to watch that episode now was Tyler? That is the best cable voice. He's such a good voice. And I was playing the Deadpool game on PS3, and yeah. the voice they chose for for cable is terrible. Oh really? Oh, that's too bad. It, not even by virtue of the fact that the animated series voice is so good. I just think it's a bad choice for cable. Cable should sound like a grizzled veteran, not some sort of like I don't know, sage old wizard. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. He should no. sound angry and pissed off. Yeah, he should. I think He's uh, perfectly executed in the show. Uh, Ron Perlman could pull him off. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. In fact, he could be him. Sure. Like Give he... him some white hair. Throw yeah. a scar over his eye. Done. I think either him or uh, Clancy Brown. Uh, I Clancy Brown. Let me look that up. Clancy Brown is the he was the voice of Lex Luthor on Justice League. You're talking about his look or his voice? His voice, and he also looks like him. He does look like him. Yeah. Wow. He looks cool. like Cable. <laughs> he just has to grow out his hair a little. Or maybe not. I'd still prefer Ron Perlman, but I'll take either one. If we're getting a live-action yeah. Cable, which we are probably in the next three years, so... Yeah. Unfortunately, it'll probably be Brian Singer taking the lead, and so it'll ruin it. But, I, don't think he'll be, um, I don't think he'll be doing that. I hope am not. Am I allowed... I didn't know in my, in my Super Rares if I was allowed to talk about Primes, because if I am, my actual favorite SR is Wizard. We're going to leave Primes at the end. Okay, so there's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> the spoiler right there. Oh, man. Five minutes in advance. Um, I think my favorite SR... If I had... It's it's between two for me. It's either Speed Demon or Banshee. Right, okay. Uh, Banshee, I think, is absolutely fantastic and exactly what he should be. Um, a little better than he should be. A little bit, but I, I just love that Banshee's getting some real props here. 
Uh, he really is getting he's getting way more love here than he's in the comics where he's well you know i do like him as a horseman actually yeah i i forgot i was about to say what well, he's dead what are you talking about but yeah he's a horseman yeah, i like how he's I like the whole redesign yeah did, it did actually acuna, works for him did, did akuna design those costumes he might have because they look really cool they're very elegant yeah, and I like the clean lines. I like the colors, the blues that they, the blue that he, they use. I think it's, I think it's one of the coolest redesigns of the Horseman in a long time. I did enjoy Opeña's redesign of the Horseman for um, Uncanny X Force, but I like these ones better. Are you saying you didn't like uh, Wolverine's death costume in the nineties? <laughs> Shoot, no, I did not. Nor did I like. Who, who would wear just like this wrap costume. on his head? Like he's just wrapping up his head just so that we don't know who he is. Like because after that yeah. he was just Wolverine. Like, Most of the stuff that had to do with the Horsemen in the '90s, I thought was stupid. Hmm. Except for Age of, Ap- AOA. Age of Apocalypse. Age I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. AOA did a good job of it, but outside of that, it was like if it's not from the '80s, then yeah. I don't think it's very good. For the, the best, horsemen. the best visual version of Sunfire ever. Absolutely. And uh, Remender is kind of obsessed with them, isn't he? Like he loves the Horsemen. He really does. I'm cool with that. Which, I'm cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Banshee's great. I mean, his whole "it's going to get a little loud" power is uh, really awesome. But again, uh, is that is that accurate to his character? He doesn't make people less pervious. Sorry, less impervious, or more pervious, <laughs> or more invincible because he's around. Uh, no, but I guess they're trying to say like because he, it's not like he's shooting an energy blast at you. You can just shrug off like it's crippling your eardrums. So. But yeah, my eardrums are crippled, but I'm still invincible. I don't, I don't I know. know. Whatever. I, you're right. It may not make a lot of sense, but I don't care. It's awesome. Yeah, and it's crazy, and it doesn't require any kind of line of fire, which is kind of stupid because sound travels in waves. And absolutely, so yeah. If you're, yeah, you can't. Sound doesn't go through walls per se. So I mean, it should kind of require you to be able to. You know what I mean? Like if you're in a in another room, I don't think it should affect you as much. But whatever. For sure. Right? I mean, it's, it's just within six squares. So you can be three walls away within three layers of blocking terrain or something like that. You're still going to... the exact same. Absolutely. Although, uh, he's not know. he's not targeting you, though. Oh, no, he's not, but his sound is still reaching you and that's causing right. you to lose your, your, your defense power. So if he just happens to be, by virtue of being within six squares, it doesn't matter how much blocking... Like, if you're on the prison map... Hmm. and you're on the central corridor and Banshee just wanders into one of the cells, you're now incredibly vulnerable just because he happens. You know what I mean? There's like tons of concrete between you and he, but it's supposed to be sound waves that's being represented. I I, I just think if they said it has to be with the line of fire and uh, um, and six squares, then I'd be fine with that. Yeah, I guess I guess their, prob- their thought might have been like they didn't want it to get blocked by characters, but... Then the problem is that now nothing blocks it. Like, you almost need to have some yeah. restriction instead of none. Yeah, I think it's a little overpowered for what it does because he's already such a good attacker. Whereas Xavier, the ABS Xavier, who has the eight square um, power actions or double power actions, that is a big that messes with you. It screws with your team. It gives you lots of you know board control. But he's 150 points and he doesn't bring that same attacking. Um, power to the game as banshee does so banshee is doing all these things he's using police department on your you know he's psychic blasting you he has eight range he's got 11 movement running shot so this guy is a crazy attacker and i don't feel like xavier brings the same attacking to the game they both screw with your team 
um, without line of fire necessary. I just feel like Banshee has more packed into a smaller package, and I, I think I think he might. I think that's one of the reasons why he's going for so much money right now. He's at least like twenty five dollars to buy right now. He is, yeah, for sure. He's extremely, very much. He's he's desired a lot. <laughs> so what are you gonna do to get him? Uh, I'm waiting for the price to go down. To be honest, you gonna pick one up or you gonna trade for him? I'm probably gonna wait and pick him up on the secondary uh, market, maybe in a few months. And same thing with Speed Demon. Uh yeah, I think so. Speed Demon might be a little bit easier to pick up. I already have a Speed Demon and an Arnim Zola, and my cables in the mail. So those are the three SRs I have currently. Um, I'm close to getting a Typhoid Mary, and um, that's kind of what I want. Those are you know I want guys who have hand and and Hydra keywords. Yeah. Um, and Wiz- Wizard's my really my last big get for the set. Hmm. I uh, let me think. I pulled a Typhoid Mary Bloody Mary combo at uh, a sealed tournament, so I have that. I hopefully will be trading for Superior Spider-Man t- in the next couple days, so that's exciting. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's exciting. Um, besides you mind that, about, pardon me. Do you mind talking about what you're going to trade for that? I am uh, not really. <laughs> okay. Okay. So whatever. Keep going. I'm trading some AVX uh, participation prizes and etc. Oh, that's cool. Uh, to our good friend Tom. Okay, cool. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Sorry, yeah. I forgot. You told me about that already. Yeah, because he unfortunately was not able to make it out to an AVX tournament, uh, except for the first one. So I will happily kind of fill in his blanks, and uh doesn't sound right at all. Um, <laughs> and he'll fill in your blank. <laughs> he will. Um, anyway, so SRs I would like to get at some point probably would be Kingpin, um, uh, Speed Demon, Cable, Banshee, and that's probably it. I'm glad no I got Typhoid. Pardon me? No Arnim Zola for you? I don't think so. And the fact that she, he's basically abusing my Gwen is not really uh, something I like. So he's a abu- Oh, Gwen. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want him for the Gwen thing. I just... I think of those as just clones. I'm not really... Even, you know, it's not going to be a Gwen thing to me. It's going to be a clone thing. I just love that on his first turn, for free, he spawns one clone. And yep. then for a power action, he spawns another one. Yeah. So... He has two perplexes on the very first turn. Yes. Which is awesome. So he can march into battle with 19 defense if he wants, or he can perplex up his movement twice, and he can do a seven movement running shot pulse wave, and then it wit you. Like, I think I think he's, he's incredible. No, he, he, he is. He's just, he's a very specific version of Arnhem, and I don't like that he's, I, I'm, I'm a very comic accurate type of person, so I'd like to use characters that are more... Uh, theoretically pure or more standard version of that character as opposed to being a very specific version of the character and that's what we got here the only, the only thing specific about him is this is the uh gwen clone everything else about him is arnim zola i he guess but makes it's enough <laughs> and his transfer consciousness is perfect that's true now did you did you see um on the toronto hero clicks club that we're part of um one of the members had mentioned what he used the other day um no what, i didn't see that uh, his he used Arnim Zola. He pulled him during the seal, but he just in case he would get Arnim Zola, he brought with him um, some of the old uh, what are, what are they? Um, the like Gwen Pogs? No, no, not those. What were the um, not not actual prostitutes? What were they? There was oh the um, con artists. The con artists. So he bought a bunch of con artists, and that was his Gwens. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, oh, this is really, really upsetting for me as a, as a huge fan of Gwen Stacy. This seems wrong well, in I every way. They'll just be special tokens and I won't call them Gwen. Okay, thank you. Wherever I am when you play, I appreciate it. I'll just call them like Captain America's because he seems to love cloning Cap. Yes, he does. Yeah. I am glad I got Typhoid Mary um, because I think she would have been one of the ones I would have wanted to try and get. Um, she's really crazy to use because she doesn't. She's so hard to plan for because you don't know where she's going to be if you, she does take a click or multiple clicks. So but she's pretty much exactly what she should be. She should be that hard to tell what she's going to be next. Yes. Um, and it's kind of interesting. I think she's the first character where if you get her, you're actually getting two separate dials. Because, which is kind of weird that they even had to bother with that because it could have just been on one dial. Like, it's six clicks. I mean, you could have just had, like, a certain marking that if you pass this marking, you're, you've KO'd. Yeah, you're right. They could have done that way. Or they could have just done what they've done traditionally, which is, you know, ever since the first thing that comes to mind is the um, uh, Legacy Joker, right? Where yeah. he was just crazy every click. Yeah. Um, they could have done that, but, or, I mean, they could have said, like, you know, you take one click and you roll the dice, and if you roll it a certain way, now you just click her six, you know, and now she's on the different dial. I guess it would have been harder to, to show when she's actually dead or not, whereas this way, it's very clear because you actually have two separate dials. Well, they can pull a Bizarro and just say, here, she has six tokens, whenever she gets hit, take a token off. Well, she doesn't deserve to be that good, though. She's not that well, hard to kill. Well, she kind of is, if you roll well enough. Yeah, but that's... Yeah, no, I guess you're right. There are chances of that. Or, I mean, even the uh, duo dial for Misty Knight and Colleen Wing from Amazing Spider-Man, it's a full dial, and you just say, okay, well, if you pay this many points, once it crosses this other line, just they're dead. Hmm. You know? Um, but I, I like that there's the two dials. I think that's cool. I think that the switch clicks, which is a fairly new piece of technology for the game, allows them to do this. And she is a double personality. And I think this is really delightful that they gave us two personality dials. I think it's really cool. Uh, now moving just for, we're going to wrap it up in just a couple minutes, but um, looking at the chases, do you have any particular chase that you think is your favorite? Um, yeah, I mean, as a solo chase, I'm kind of partial to uh, Sabretooth, but in terms of the powers that excite me the most, it's Electro. I love his ability to um, lightning rod of the damned, where he can just, once you're targeted or you've been hit or you've been munched on, you have a virus token, he can track you anywhere on the board. Um, and, well, not anywhere on the board. You do not need line of fire to one target within range. So as long as you're within range, he doesn't have to see you, but he can hit you with a lightning bolt. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty crazy. They're, it's interesting that they brought back the zombies, but I guess they, I mean, they they work well. I mean, they're, they're very popular, and they were popular the first time around, and now we get more of them, and they're insanely high demand, and uh, it's going to make people buy a lot more product to try and get them now that they're, you know, a lot more rare this time around. I, I do agree with some of the criticism that it's, like, I don't care about this whole argument about whether you're, being a completionist is appropriate or not, or whether we should be or we shouldn't be, um... Eight does seem like a lot, though. Like, eight chases of anything seems like a lot, you know? Yeah, but it's not the first time, either. When when was the last time they did eight? Was was Amazing Spider-Man? Did they have eight? They, yeah, Amazing Spider-Man had eight, because they had four armors and four slingers. Who else, uh, when else have they done that, do you recall? Uh, you know, I can't recall. I don't think I don't think it was ever other eight before that, or after that, to be honest. So it's, so it's not a common thing, and I think it's good that it shouldn't be a common thing. And, you know, the Amazing Spider-Man 8, 
really dropped in price. Like, there's only really one or two that have retained their value. One of them is the um, Iron Spider-Man, and uh, I can't think of the other. So, I mean, the, the Slingers really went down in price, but these zombies are all kind of just loved, beloved equally, you know, it seems. So I, I don't know what's going to happen with their pricing, but it, it does seem like kind of a, a necessary headache for collectors. Yeah, they could have done for this set and for the next set, and they still would have made good, you know, a lot of money off of it. True. I mean, I, I guess it's because they're more rare now than they were in Amazing Spider-Man, so that's part of it that's going to keep their values higher. That is a problem. And also just, I mean, they're more... It's not just that, like, they're all Marvel villains that people like to use, regardless of... Like, if they weren't zombies, they'd still be in high demand, I think. Okay, sure, yeah. I mean, it's Green Goblin and it's Venom. Yeah, I can see that. And plus, everybody loves Juggernaut. I think real, realistically, for most of them, if you look at their dials, and if you strip away all the zombie hunger, zombie infection, and, you know, that stuff, they're all fantastic dials on their own. They are. No, they are. But, I mean, with that zombie infection, they are just really scary, actually. I really don't want to play against them. I played against the Sabretooth, and I lost to him because I just I couldn't put him down because he always had food. Right. So as long as he has food, he just keep, kept coming back on his last click, and I kept killing him, And but he'd already given himself a, you know, a food token. So And to be honest, I think the guy I was playing against wasn't even playing him correctly because I think he hit someone and didn't even steal energy. So I think... Theoretically, he's actually better than, as annoying as he was, he could have been actually worse. Which is crazy to think about. Yeah, and yeah, and they're kind of fast too. Like one of the things that really balanced the old zombies was that they were all really slow. Like if you had running shot, you had a five movement with running shot. But these guys, I mean, um, Kingpin's slow, but Kingpin's always slow. But then you got Rhino, who's got nine movement. Yeah. Um, and Electro, who's got what? He's got seven with running shots. So they're not really the slowest. They do get slower as they go along, but I don't but, know. But I feel not like, that what slow. Is he has an eight. Sabretooth has an eight to start. Juggernaut has a nine. Like that's they can get across the board. I don't know how Juggernaut's moving that quickly. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I would ask, but I feel like it's a stupid question. Uh, your favorite prime of the set? Yeah, that well, it's already been. It's not stupid. It's just already been answered, right? It's it's got to be wizard. I mean, well, realistically, who else could it even be? I mean, no one really seems that that impressed or excited to see the professor. Um, Evil Deadpool. I mean, I don't I don't think that many people were that excited for it. He's actually quite popular. People people who are Deadpool fans seem to really love him. Um, I guess that's the rub. Like have... Twenty five dollars right now. Oh really? Wow, that's more than I would have thought. And then there's the cat, who I think is amazing. Yeah, he's really good, but I think Shang Chi's better. Shang Chi is better, but the cat still is really good for his points. Yeah, if Shang Chi gets to the cat, the cat has to do a twelve against an eight uh, against a twenty, hmm. or Shang Chi can go twelve attack against a seventeen, and he has precision strike, so he's going to ignore that super senses. Like I just feel like they, if they fight, Shang is going to kick the crap out of him. Which, to be honest, would happen in the comics most of the time. Yes, yeah, I suppose it's okay. And then, the, um, yeah, the wizard, wizard is just brilliant. Although, I they must be coming up with some sort of way to have more than one prime on a team if they have... Because you can't build the Squadron Supreme now. No, yeah, which was one of the reasons why I was so excited to get the Prime Hyperion. Because I was hoping that, you know what, we're going to do this, it's going to happen. Maybe they'll release him now and then they'll give us a bunch of figures in Guardians of the Galaxy. Give us some Squadron Supreme characters there because kind of reminiscent 
reminiscent of uh, Supernova, how they gave us a bunch of squad supreme members there in that cosmic set. I'm all like, they're going to do it this time. They're going to give us some cause. And now Wizard appears here, and he's a prime. And I'm like, what the crap? So, so help me, a Power Princess appears as a prime in the next set, and they haven't fixed it with an ATA by that time. I don't even know if I'll bother trying to get her because. I don't they, know. But they will at some point. They must. They have to. Wizard has one keyword Squadron Supreme. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm still going to try to get him. I really want to collect them. Uh, um, I love the, the team. So, I think he's great. He's, he's a 14 movement, and he has basically flurry when he hypersonics. Um,. He'd be brutal to play on a map that has lots of blocking, lots of walls, because he'll just run through them all and then tag you and run back. Mm. I think he's great. Yeah, fifty bucks seems a bit high though. I don't. I, don't, I think it's he's just because by virtue of him being the super rare prime. But in time, I think he'll drop off to more like a thirty, thirty-five dollar price point, just because people won't know who he is. No, for sure. I, I think you're right. I think that is what's going to happen. I think it has to happen. It yeah, must happen. So. Come on, Nate. Especially with all the people chasing these... Ugh, sorry for saying that. People going after the chases, right? That's that's the main draw for a lot of people in the set. So I hope that as people feast... Oh, gosh. Why am I using these words that are all puns? <laughs> stupid. As people try their best to accumulate all these zombies... Um, that they'll just these other figures will fall to the sidelines, and I'll be able to pick up a kingpin really easily. Um, Superior Spider-Man's hanging around thirty thirty-five dollars right now, so I don't think I'll get him anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Not that I care, but um, Tiamat is interesting as the next meta piece because his ability to attack every turn and potentially never have to ever stop attacking is brutal. Oh yeah, for sure. Now, question: um, Do you, do you have a favorite word bubble? Yeah, I think so. Which one? Uh, my favorite is uh, where's the line one? Everybody in the line, where is that? Uh, Single file. It's Oka time. Okay. That's the that's the one for the gravity feed. Uh, Deadpool. Okay. When when this character targets a character with a range combat attack along a direct line of fire, you can also target every other opposing character within range that is along that direct line of fire and divide the damage among all hit targets. It doesn't say ignoring characters, but that's kind of the precedent for these rules uh, with characters like uh, Phoenix Colossus mm. and uh, um, Richter. You, when you're, whenever you're targeting a bunch of characters along a, a direct line of fire, um, you, you ignore them for, for line of fire purposes. So I really like that. I, I think it works perfectly with his sidestep, his ability to reposition pretty much every turn and, and reassess the board and then fire down a line. I've used this this is um, War Bubble before when I used uh, Deadpool and it was great it worked really well and my, my opponent had to keep trying to avoid being adjacent because if anyone goes adjacent I can usually find an angle where I can get a direct line and fire through them all um, so yeah I really enjoyed this one interesting I think I, li- I like the uh, the um, the prize one I guess which is just the, the ellipses and it's uh, just wild makes card, yeah. the character a wild card just because it's probably the most simple but also most effective Oh yeah, absolutely. Making him essentially pick up any team ability, yeah, for sure. That's that's the one I do want from the OP kit. There are two things I want. I want that and um, the Wolverine Agent of Hydra. And the Omega Drive is actually kind of cool. I love the Omega Drive. It's perfect and it's so cheap. What is it from? It's from. Uh, come on, it's from the Daredevil, um, Daredevil Avenging Spider-Man and Punisher crossover. Oh, is that the what it was called? I forgot. Yeah, that's what they were after. Oh, okay. 
That, cool. That's okay. why I love that it's actually represented in the game. Like that, I like the storyline. I like the, how the characters were written there by Greg Rucka and I guess Mark Wade and others. And uh, the fact that it's didn't Zeb write that too? I think yeah, Zeb wrote one third of it. Yeah, and it's only what uh, three points for a three to six relic to give you at wit, um, which allows you to use what at wit within range regardless of line of fire, and you can outwit power, powers that can't normally be countered. Like that's crazy. So that means you can outwit. Does that mean you can, you can outwit Uru, uh, Absorbing Man? I think so. Because now you can. So this is a huge counter to that guy character. So that's that guy's what 137 points. So if you put this three point relic on someone that you have a really good chance of rolling, because four of the different die rolls will get you it, you are you're, you're able to outwit it and take care of him. <laughs> Brainiac too. Brainiac uh, with his "I'll show you impervious" that can't be countered. That's a huge deal. I don't think the Omega Drive should affect uh, a three hundred plus point Brainiac, but whatever. Apparently, it can. It does, and I also actually like the straight jacket. Um, I, I think it's cool too. I think it's a little goofy. I don't know if I care to necessarily use it. I think it'd be good in a scenario where people have to have them. Or yeah, oh, it's super goofy. Or... But I think it, what I would like to do with it though is that, like, if you. you Suddenly, you put it on your cheap tie-up piece. If you have like a, well, cheap these yes. days is like a 40-point tie-up piece. So on your 40-point tie-up piece, you put this straight jacket. So you get them out there and you attack them and then you screw over the other, the opponent. Yeah. Then you that's perfect. You put this on your hand ninja and you're good to go. Absolutely. Now, you, would you put this on your 100-point character? God, no. But you put it on your support and suddenly the support, who's really just there for maybe one or two you know, support-like things, can actually make oh, an yeah. attack now and, and make a contribution to the team. Yeah, so when someone's playing something ridiculous like Dark Side, I take my 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 hand ninja and I run up nine squares and tag it and throw a straight jacket on Dark Side, and then I'm happy as a, as a clam. Oh, absolutely! Because there's no way to get rid of that thing. Like that would suck. Like now you have to waste a waste a close combat action just to get rid of it, and it's not even gone because the person can just give it right back to you. Yep, that's so, kind of nuts. So, um, yeah, is it just me or should the Mega Drive be called the Ultimate Nullifier? It kind of feels like the way it plays that, yeah, you're right. It seems like it's too strong for the Omega Drive. The Omega Drive was just really inconvenient for, like, the criminal underworld. It doesn't have an... It shouldn't have an impact on Galactus. It's just information, basically. Yes. But that I should g- not be affected by that information. But I guess that's why, in most cases in this game, a wit is some sort of information or a strategy. More than anything, like it's not like I'm actually necessarily negating your ability, but I'm able to get around it, circumvent it some way. As I recall, wasn't the Omega Drive made of like in- unstable molecules by um, Reed Richards? Yes, it was. Okay, so that is that is the one I'm thinking about. Cool. Okay, well, it doesn't really have anything to do with Deadpool, but fine, whatever. Daredevil's in the set. So Daredevil's in the set, fine. and that's enough. Now, of the <laughs> um, of the prizes, what's your favorite prize? Is it just Wolverine? Yes, absolutely. Not not Cosmic X-23? No. He's such a dirty Wolverine. He's such a great Hydra character. That my kind of Hydra change to the team ability is so fundamental to the way, to, you know, in terms of just the value of Hydra has now gone up tenfold. Hmm. For 90 points, most of your attacks will then be against, as long as you have enough characters, most of your attacks will then be looking at a minus three to your enemy's defense. It's incredible. It doesn't require a line of fire. Unbelievable. That's true. So good. I'm really excited to use Cosmic X-23. As much as I don't really understand why she has this ability, I just think she's, she's potentially so good. 
Yeah, and I really like her energy claws. It's a cool idea. And the ability for her to just kind of shoot through blocking but not destroy it. So it's not one of those things where if you can you blow up the blocking and then someone can fire back. You can just shoot through several walls and the person has no way to retaliate. You can pulse wave through several walls if you want. Absolutely, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Plus, I love her cosmic healing factor. Oh, yeah, yeah, which is the uh, potential to roll and get free healing on a character that's almost 300 points. It's huge. It's very huge. And the fact that you could potentially get two clicks back if you roll a six is insane. And if you're healing through that whole corridor there with in- between Invincible and uh, Impervious, that's, like, you know, incredible for you and a no-win almost for your opponent who's just like, finally, I got through Invincible. Now I'm in Impervious. Oh, my gosh. And you're like, nope, back to Invincible again. Absolutely. Really, really good, yeah. It's a, uh, I, when they first announced the set, and Leon always likes to harp on me for this, but like, I was really not interested at all. And I think for the most part, most people felt the same way. Because a Deadpool set does not interest me. What interests me about this set has nothing to do with Deadpool. Sure, yeah, absolutely. The only thing that really has anything to do with Deadpool that interests me in this set, I guess, is Cable and maybe Siren. Like, those are characters that are well connected to Deadpool and I love the the way that they're represented in the set. I guess GW Bridge as well. Yeah, um, I'm glad they, they came with the sub-theme for Thunderbolts. I'm glad there's as many villains as they are. I mean, I'm really attracted to sets that have high rank. Uh, lots of mutants on the one hand or lots of villains. Mm. And so far we've had back-to-back two good sets with lots of excellent villains. This set and Iron Man had tons of villains in them. And then X-Men, of course, Wolverine the X-Men had tons of X-Men for me. And then even Amazing Spider-Man had a good, healthy dose of villains, both mystical and sinister syndicate. So I've been very spoiled over the past little while with just a large helping of villains. And they're, and they're good villains these t- this time around. They're not... I mean, ever since uh, Chaos War gave me a Madame Mask, that was awesome. I have been reconverted to this game and i love madame mask and she used to be just throwaway nothing character who had three dials a veteran and an experience and a rare and even an le i think at one point and they're all so crappy and then they gave us one really good one in chaos war and i'm like what is this new game (laughs) or even low ranking very low point almost throwaway villains are cool and, and creative and effective and ever since then the villains have just really impressed me that's good Sure. Now, let me ask you one thing. Sure. Uh, Punisher has the guilty must be punished as his trait. Okay. And it says once for all characters with this ability, dot, dot, dot. Okay. He's the only character that I know of in the set with the, with this ability. So my hope was that in this set we would see um, um, this female Punisher. <laughs> yeah. Um. But she's not; she's nowhere to be seen. So, do you think that in the near future we might see her? I personally don't think so. No, I then don't. Who else would have that trait? The guilty must be punished because Daredevil wouldn't do that. May, I, I, maybe they're just in case you use multiple versions of him. Oh, maybe really? Is that you think all it is? You don't think anyone else is likely to have a, a trait like that? I think they don't usually bleed outside of the set if they can help it. Well, I hope that that is not the case. I hope that... Okay, let's just, for the fun of it, for your Marvel brain, what are some other characters that would suit that trait? Ghost Rider. Yeah, that's true. He would be a good one. I mean, just the fact the guilty must be punished, that is Ghost Rider. If anything, it's more Ghost Rider than Punisher. It's also a good uh, classic Venom trait. Yes. Yeah, Eddie Brock. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, it's all about innocence. The jury. Yeah. Oh, Adam. Does that not excite you? Do you get titillated by the idea that they could release jury figures with this trait? Extremely, yes. Yeah, good. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head that would really deserve it, though. I hope they release the female version of Maybe that. Guardsmen? Off that, but whatever. Maybe Guardsmen? They could make it yeah. kind of a cop thing? I hope not, because this is like the guilty must be punished, and then you like buff your damage and attack. Like This is for killers. Yeah, I guess so. Um, maybe Moon Knight? Um, maybe. He's not really concerned with who, who's guilty or not, though. Some, well, certain versions of him are. He's, he, he's the spirit of, um... Conchu? Yeah, Conchu, yeah. Um, I could, if we're, if we're crossing, um, crossing over to DC, the Spectre? Yeah, okay, well, then we can't cross over. Well, I still think they should divide. There should be segregation. They should still divide the tournaments. I, I, I in my feeling, from Der, uh, DC and Marvel. So whatever. I suppose so. Yes. And there's no one else in the set with that power, right? No, I don't think so. I can't find anyone. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's it's it is weird. I think it's just to prevent you from using multiple Punishers since he's not uh, unique. Because he's just he's just a uh, like a, a yellow. Any final thoughts on Deadpool as a set? Um, no, I think we kind of voiced them. Like it was something that I didn't like the idea of in terms of that one theme, and I still don't care too much for the theme. Like I don't care about Blind Al, and I could care less about all the different pools—the kid and the dog and the lady. Yeah. I, I don't care. Um, I have no interest in Evil Deadpool or the the uh, the Ellie figures that have anything. So that stuff doesn't do anything for me. I have my one Deadpool. It's the Gravity Feed one. I think he's the best. He's the most fun to play. That's my Deadpool. I'm fine with that. Um, I'm really in it for all the other kind of superfluous or or, or um, peripheral characters, uh, usually villains, right? So that's what I'm here for. I love the Hydra and Hand sub uh, theme, and uh, that's what gets me excited. So uh, I think it's a good set. I, I have confidence in WizKids after this past year of announcing sets like Amazing Spider-Man, and I assumed it would be very Spider-Man focused, and it was only half Spidey, and the other half was mystical, and I was pleasantly surprised. Um, Iron Man, I thought was gonna be a big dud, and there were so many villains. I was so happy. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say or claim anything about a, a WizKid set. Um, I, 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 I'm optimistic about all sets now, but I don't, I don't mind bulk anymore. I, I'm more about picking and choosing, and I think that's my preferred way to buy. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, actually, before we kind of sign off, I do love the Gravity Feed Daredevil. Yes, he's good too. He's running shot. That's why you love him. Well, yeah, I mean, that, you know, that's that's my bailiwick. Um, and, and that outweighed in the extra chance to do a four through six super senses dodge. It's all very Daredevil, very good. Yeah, I agree. He's very good. I like that he ignores stealth. I mean, again, that's it's Daredevil. You can't <laughs> you can't hide. He can hear you. He knows you're there. Well, see, I feel like there should be some sort of way that if if Banshee's fighting a Daredevil, the Daredevil's screwed. That would be great if they put that on his card. That would be really good. I agree, but too bad. I mean, oh well. technically speaking, I mean Banshee would ignore his super senses, right? So that's true. He does. He does already kind of hurt him that way. But so, I would like some actual specific text just for that. Um, but for Siren and Banshee, I guess. If Siren or Banshee hits his character, give him additional damage. Like it's he, sure. he's in a lot of pain now. Yeah. Actually, you know well, what like I would. He... You know what I would accept if. Um, 
if one of those two characters hits him, uh, his range becomes zero, and now he has Battle Fury. Sure, that would be good too. Or well, I would maybe, even just say, yeah, if he gets hit, he gets a, a an action token. Like he can't move because he's so he's incapped. He's so in pain. Yeah. Yeah, he's totally incapacitated. That's absolutely accurate to the, how that character would operate. Or yeah, inoperate. I think it's a great gravity feed overall. I think this is one of the strongest gravity feeds we've ever seen. Um, Which is interesting because there's get... four generics in there. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, well, I, yeah. But in terms of the actual characters, like the Domino is really good, and uh, even the Black Cat, a nice version or variant on Black Cat, and it's my preferred Deadpool, it's my preferred Hammerhead, it's my, you know, most of these are my preferred characters. Um, I like the Adamantium Specialist better than the Weapon X uh, Scientist. Uh, I think the Snake Root Clan Ninja is fantastic. Silver Sable is my favorite of the two. Uh, so I think it was well worth a purchase for me. And, uh, I think the OP, OP kit, even though I'm really only interested in one figure, I think it's a very clever OP kit as well. Mm. Now, do you have all the gravity feed figures now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I split, uh, I split a box with a friend and That's I now a... have two snake root, um, clan ninja and then nice. the five others. So I'm, I'm pretty good for, for ninja. That's good. Okay. Well, uh, you know, thank you for being back on the show. It's been a little while. Yeah, well, we're trying a Skype conversation, so hopefully this even goes up. Yeah, I think it will. Um, yeah, I guess the last time, technically, this is your first episode of 2014. Wow, holy crap. I know, the last time you were on an episode was episode 130. It was our, it was a Talking Heroclix episode for December 30th. Incredible. That's crazy. That's a long time ago. It is. It's good to be back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... Other people are are racking up appearances, and they're gonna they're trying to give you a run for their money for your money. That's they're fair to do so. That's okay. But, well, don't uh, worry. You're so far ahead that it's not gonna happen. Well, it's not like we haven't had our own mini episodes off the air. Like we have our own conversations on the phone. So this is true. This just happens to be recorded. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs>